From the Hagley Center for the History of Business, Technology, and Society, this is Stories from the Stacks. Uh, my name is Carrie Castillo, and I am a PhD student at Auburn University. Well, I am working on my dissertation, which is on the sort of the social and cultural history of antiperspirants and deodorants in the United States. I look at sort of the product development and changing technologies, but what I'm most interested in is sort of the gendering of the technology. The first commercial deodorants are explicitly marketed to women. The advertisements just sort of speak to that. You know, they use language that lets you know that it's for women. They use women in the advertisements. There's no mention of men using it. Well, he has an opinion on almost anything if you just, in those, in those boxes are surrounding like deodorant um, surveys that he's done are his opinions on everything from like, there were a couple of studies he did for Colgate, Palmolive. He wanted, there were some that he wanted to do, like he sent proposals to Gillette and that's the way that a lot of those um, Avon for Men products get bought. Mostly it is women selling it to women to give us gifts. Their sales, or mo- most company in general, most companies' sales of men's toiletries come from the weeks leading up to Father's Day and Christmas. Raymond Lowy helped redesign, ban deodorant once they moved to an aerosol. So he helped create a eye-catching aerosol can for the new ban. Definitely there are discussions about which types of, like which application of deodorant is what people want. And so I believe it's Irv Coons who notes that, you know, or recommends um, either a roll-on or a stick form of deodorant when companies are trying to come up with a new design. He recommends those two as he thought they were sort of the future of the market. There's a lot of things that happened post-World War II that sort of make this great, you know, the the boom in consumer goods. So many new companies start coming up with every kind of new product. And also, now it's not just, you know, women and some men. It's everybody is buying. Oh, I, it's been really, really good. Everyone's been really nice. Um, the facilities are great. Uh, I'm actually staying at the Bellin House, and that's so convenient to everything. Uh, it's quiet which is great when you're in the research zone, but just it's, a, it's just a beautiful place to get to work. To learn more about the Hagley Museum and Library and to listen to more stories from the Stacks, please visit us online at hagley.org. That's H-A-G-L-E-Y dot O-R-G.